Hello, everyone. My name is Andrew, and I'm Suzanne. And this is the Culips English Podcast. Hello, friends. Welcome back to another brand new Culips episode. This is Simplified Speech, which is the Culips series, which features clear, natural, and easy to understand English conversations about interesting topics. Today, I'm joined by my co-host Suzanne. Hello, Suzanne. Hey, Andrew. Hey, everybody. Okay, so Suzanne, the last time we spoke off the air, and off the air means when we're not recording, right? I think this is an old radio expression. Maybe like if you're on the air, it means you're recording, but if you're off the air, it means you're not recording. And usually, before we start recording, we actually have a few minutes of conversation off the air. We do. They're always very creative. I think so, and actually, I love these conversations that we have off the air because it usually gives us some inspiration or some ideas for upcoming episodes. And last time we talked off the air, we both had some bad luck with our computers, and we were complaining about technology problems that we were having. And one thing led to another, and eventually we started talking about how we browse the internet and the tabs that we use, and the different techniques and styles that we use to browse the internet. And we thought, hey, maybe that would make for an interesting conversation for simplified speech. And that was kind of an aha moment for us, right? Like, ah,、oh, this will be. A good topic for simplified speech. So, because of that conversation we had last time, that is exactly what we're going to talk about here in this episode. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely different for everyone, and we all have our quirks. So, good inspiration there. Okay, awesome. But before we get started with our conversation, let's remind our listeners about the study guide and interactive transcript for this episode. So everyone, we have study guides and transcripts for all of our episodes. They're created by our amazing team of English teachers to help you boost your English skills and achieve your goals faster. And as a Culips member, you'll also get some fantastic perks like invites to our monthly live streams, full access to our members-only Fluency Files series, and much, much more. So to join the Culips member community, just head over to our website culips.com and you can sign up. We'd also like to give a special shout out to one of our listeners named Taha, who left us a five star rating and a very nice review on Apple Podcasts. Sue, would you mind reading Taha's review for everyone? Sure, no problem. So Taha wrote, "This is all you need." I tried a bunch of different podcasts, and I'm telling you, this is the best by far. Great accent, good speed of speaking, useful vocabulary and phrases. Thanks so much for that great review, Taha. Keep them coming, guys. Yeah, thank you so much, Taha. Short and sweet, I love it, and we're super happy that you are learning English with us. Okay, so Suzanne, it is time for us to start our conversation about our personal web surfing styles and what our digital habits might say about us. 
So let's kick off the conversation with just a basic general question, just to help give some context and background information to our listeners. So Sue, this is a self-rating question, okay? I just want to know on a scale of one to 10, how comfortable do you feel using computers? Are you like a one being like a total noob, somebody who doesn't feel comfortable at all using computers? Or are you a 10 out of 10, just like a genius hacker programmer who feels extremely comfortable using computers? Where are you on that scale? Great question. I would say it can be complicated to determine because I start to think about how good I am with computers, which is a different rating. Because you're asking about how comfortable I am. How comfortable I am is probably maybe like a six. I would say, yeah, depends on the day, but maybe like six to seven. But maybe I'm underrating myself a little bit because I tend to do that. But I would say a solid six, yeah. What about you, Andrew? How, how comfortable are you? I would say that I'm pretty comfortable using computers and maybe a little bit more knowledgeable than the average person, but I'm not a programmer and I know how to do some basic computer repairs. I've fixed my computer before by like taking it apart and putting in new RAM or a new hard drive or once I fixed the glass on my laptop monitor, but that is technically not very difficult. Like in terms of doing computer repairs, those are like the easiest things to do for a computer repair. So on the scale, I'd say maybe seven and a half. I feel pretty comfortable, but yeah, I'm not a programmer and I'm not an engineer by any stretch of the imagination. But that just goes to say, the reason I'm asking this question, Suzanne, is I wanted to establish that we're not newbies, right? We know how to use computers to a pretty good extent. So we can talk about this topic with some authority, I suppose. Yeah. I mean, there's definitely things I don't know. I don't know all the programs. I don't know Final Cut Pro and things like that. Video editing, for example, that's not something I do with my computer. I do a lot of sound editing. So we're like, you were above a four. Somewhere above a four. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. And so now that we've established a little bit about how well we can use computers, I wanted to transition more into talking about our web surfing style. Yeah. And Suzanne, last time we talked, we were specifically talking about having browser tabs open. And that was interesting for me because my kind of web surfing style is I'm the kind of person who doesn't use tabs very much. At any given time, I'll have one or two, maybe if I'm feeling really wild, three or four tabs open, but I really don't use tabs when I surf in my web browser. And for listeners who don't know what a tab is, it's essentially just like you can have multiple windows open in your browser, but you can organize them by just having a little pop-up at the top, right? And you can switch from one window to the next window to the next window very easily with the tabs that are at the top of your web browser, mostly on desktop, although you can use tabs on your smartphone as well. But in fact, I never use them on my smartphone. It's only on my desktop that I'll use them from time to time. 
But Suzanne, you said that you are more of a power user with tabs, if I'm recalling correctly. Is that right? Oh, yes. Do you want to know how many tabs I have open right now as we speak? <laughs> yeah, lay it on us. See if you can guess. I'd love for you to guess. Ah, uh, well, so you said that you use quite a few. I'm going to say that you have at least 20 tabs open. It's at least that. Yeah. At least. <laughs> you One could maybe multiply that by three. Can you even see them all at the top of the screen when you have that many? Nope. You have to kind of inch your way over. You have to, you know, click and it moves over. So it's kind of like, you know, if you're like looking at Netflix or something and you want to choose the top 20 movies or whatever, you know, you're browsing through some movies and you have to scroll to the right, you know? Mm -hmm. Right. You have to scroll along to see the options because there are too many to display in one screen view. Exactly. So right now I have 63 <laughs> tabs open 63 everyone that's kind of a record though because you know when i'm stressed out the level of stress or the amount of things i have on my plate right so when you have a lot on your plate it doesn't mean your literal plate as far as the food you're eating it means like you have a lot of things going on maybe you're organizing an event and you're doing homework. You know, there's a lot of activities that you have to do or that you have responsibilities that you're working on. So if you have a lot of tabs open in your web browser, then it means that you are very, very busy. It's directly connected. Exactly, exactly. So right now I'm planning a big event. I'm also writing a script. I'm also buying lots of gifts for people for birthdays and wedding stuff. And, you know, there's all of these different aspects of my life in sequential order of these tabs. So it's quite funny. If you looked at them, you would be like, okay, this is the section of tabs where you are looking for your vacation. And this is the section where you are organizing your wedding. And this is the section where you might be looking at gifts for friends. So it's quite a large collection of tabs right now. <laughs> so if I were you, I'd be a little bit stressed that if my web browser crashed and the more tabs open, the more likely it would be to crash, I would imagine, that you would lose all of your research all of the things that you have been searching for online. Whatever browser you're using, they remember. So all you have to do is click on like the plus button and then a list of your recent places where you've searched or your recent websites will come up. So you shouldn't have a problem. Okay, so you can restore the tabs after a crash. Right. But what does happen, Andrew, is that the other day, for example, when we were about to record, I was having issues with having to restart the computer. And one of the reasons why I didn't want to restart the computer was because I would have to say goodbye to all of this research and tabs that I had opened. So I sat there for 20 minutes copying and pasting all of those links into an email. <laughs> no. 
<laughs> no. Oh, there's got to be a better way. Right. I think I didn't need to. That's why I'm saying I think the browser remembers. And I don't think I needed to do that, but I was scared. I was kind of in a bind. It's just your insurance policy, just in case. Yeah. This is where I think if I went to like the Apple store and was sitting at the genius bar, the genius would look at me like I'm crazy. Like the genius might be like, lady, take a deep breath. Like just have 10 tabs open at once at the most. Like that's all you need. What are you really looking at all of these things all at once? No, you probably do an intervention, a tab intervention. So, okay, I'm curious because this is so different than the way that I surf the internet. So I have lots of questions. Yeah, how do you do it? Yeah, I guess I don't use very many tabs. And the reason why is because I feel like if I'm multitasking, trying to do too many tasks at once, then I just get confused and I am not very focused and can't really complete what I'm trying to do. My goal or my mission gets diluted and it's not so clear. So yeah, it's not like I never use tabs, but they're usually all related to the same task. For example, if I'm working on a Qloops episode, maybe I'll have several tabs open, but it's all related to the work that I'm doing on that Qloops episode. And then once I finish that job, then I'll close all those tabs related to that task and just start with a new one. Another thing that I've done more recently is to use different browser profiles. So in the web browser that I use, you can set up different profiles. So I'll have a Qloops profile, I'll have my personal profile, I'll have my work-related profile. And if I'm doing something for my day job, then I'll use that profile. If I'm doing something for Qloops, I'll use that profile. If I'm just surfing around for my personal life, I'll use my personal profile. And I've set up many different profiles. I've set up one for my wife and I, for like when we're working on our house renovation project that we're doing right now, I have a profile for that. I have a profile that we share for when we're like shopping online or making travel plans or something like that. So yeah, I use these different profiles to try and keep my digital life organized. But yeah, keeping tabs open, to be honest, kind of stresses me out just thinking about it. It's so interesting because I feel like it makes me feel better. Like for example, say my client is running late and we like reschedule and I have like an extra half hour or something. I'm like, okay, great. I'm gonna jump into this project over here and look at whatever, decoration for this party that I'm planning. And I can like do a little bit of work with that, close some of the tabs, no, I don't like that. And then I can just come back. Okay, great. I'm ready for my client. So if I'm not done with that project, it's still there, you know, like I can jump into it when I need to finish it. I think the awesome thing about this is there's no right or wrong answer, right? It's like there's different options and different styles for managing and organizing our digital lives. And everybody just kind of finds their own way because it's not like we learned this in high school, right? Or university even. It's not like there's some class like this is how you should surf the internet. This is how you should use a computer. We're just given these tools and then we have to figure it out for ourselves and 
everybody finds their own different way of doing it. So it's really interesting to find out how other people use computers, at least for a geek like me. I find this very interesting. Yeah. It is. It's funny. It's very quirky, right? Because talking about this is like as if we were talking about how we maybe handle traveling to work or folding our laundry. It's how we live and move around and organize our life in the virtual world. It's another space where we live. It's interesting. Absolutely. So, Suzanne, I have a couple more questions for you, if you don't mind. Okay, so first question is why not bookmark? Why not use a bookmark? Because we have this other tool in the web browser, a bookmark, which is for saving a web address and saving a web page so that you can visit it again later. Why would you prefer a tab instead of a bookmark? It's funny. So I use bookmarks for things that I'm going to use long term. Like I have a bookmark for my citizenship application for Canada, a bookmark for, you know, academic dates for the calendar at the university where I teach. So I have bookmarks for sort of things I need to save that are more ongoing and long term. Right. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense to me. And... How do you decide when to close a tab? Do you wait until your task is finished and it's totally done? What's the determining point of when to close one of the open tabs? So there's a couple of things that determine this. One is the project is over, the task is done, I bought the gift for my sister, we can close all these tabs, we've purchased it, it's done. The second thing would be, I just get sick of it. I'm like, ah, I'm tired of seeing this. I don't care anymore. You know, I'm going to deal with that another time. Maybe I write it down on my to-do list and it's not something I can handle right now. So it gets deferred for a later date. Yeah, Sue, I can't wait to hear the comments and feedback from our listeners on this one because I'm sure people are either going to be like you or maybe like me. But I don't know if there will be too many in the middle. But who knows, really? It'll be interesting to see. And listeners out there, please do leave a comment on our website or send us a message to let us know about your web surfing style too. Because I, I really don't know how other people surf the internet. Like this is something I have no idea about. So it'll be really, really interesting to find out what everybody's different way of doing this is. And Sue, we're getting a little bit long on this episode, so I think we'll wrap it up soon. But I've got one final question that I'm curious about, and that's something that we touched on a little earlier, actually, about mobile browsing versus desktop computer browsing. So I said that when I use my smartphone to surf the internet, I never use tabs. Like, it just feels not as user-friendly, I suppose, to use on my smartphone. And in fact... If I have an option between using my phone and using my computer, I'll almost always use my computer. I don't know if that's just like a generational thing and it's just because I grew up with a computer and this new technology is too fresh for the old guy. I'm not sure. But, you know, there's sometimes, of course, when I use my phone and don't get me wrong, I still use my phone all the time, unfortunately. <laughs> but... When I have to do some research or, you know, book a travel plan or something like that, I always prefer to use a computer. It just feels more comfortable. But what about 
you? What's your like mobile versus desktop surfing style like? I use my phone too. I should say this, most of the time I can use my computer because I work from home pretty much and I will, yeah, have access to my computer. Just like you said, Andrew, I prefer it, I guess. But in the last few years, I've become very comfortable with using the browser on my phone. Well, my computer's pretty fast now because it's new, but my old computer was sometimes annoying and slow. And so my phone was faster and I would sometimes just quickly search on my phone. And I feel very comfortable using my browser, ordering things online on my phone, you know, looking at flights. Like I feel very comfortable with that. I probably have done that more than you. I also have been influenced by people on Instagram. Those influencers, they get you. And like, I'll click on the link and look at the products or whatever that they're trying to endorse. So I've used my phone for that stuff too. And sometimes when you click on links, it takes you to your browser or you can open it in your browser. And so I do sometimes have quite a bit of tabs open just because I've clicked on links, but I forgot, you know what I mean? And I'll just go back once in a while and just close them all. I think I use my phone probably a little more than you as far as surfing. I also find it's helpful like when I'm coaching someone and if I need to like search for something quick, but I don't want to go into my computer, open another tab and kind of not see them on my Zoom, I'll just use my phone. But hopefully there's less tabs open on my phone. Let's let's hope. I don't know. I'll have to count and get back to you. Probably not 63, right? Probably not 63 on the phone. I don't know, Andrew. There might be some from like, you know, those random hair products or whatever that I clicked on on Instagram. And with that, listeners, we have reached the end of this episode. So thank you for joining us for this English study session. And we hope that you found it helpful for building your English language skills. This episode was made available for everyone to enjoy and listen to for free, thanks to our amazing member community. And without them, QLips wouldn't be possible. To show our appreciation for our members, Suzanne and I are going to keep our conversation going for just a little bit longer in the ad-free version. So if you're a QLips member, then just simply log into your account and head to the dashboard to get the ad-free version and to continue listening to our conversation. So yeah, if you're not already a member, consider joining to gain access to our helpful study guides and transcripts, fun bonuses, and to support the work that we do here at QLips. You could also support us by following us on Instagram or YouTube, telling your friends who are learning English to check us out, or by leaving us a five-star rating and a positive review on your favorite podcast app. So we'll be back soon with another brand new episode. And until then, take care. Bye. Bye. <laughs>